Welcome to The Shared Desk, episode 99. Yeah, we can smell 100 ahead of us. Provided the technology keeps up with the us. Technology better keep up with us. <laughs> Bitch. Anyway. Plow on without it. Good gravy. But we are back. We are back. Yeah, I know. Episode 99 of The Shared Desk, and I am your host, T. Morris. The mic, just like the guy doing the recording, is high. There we go. <laughs> That's the sound of me rolling my eyes. Yeah, tell me about it. And then sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Pip Valentine. You are so cool. I swear to God. Isn't I that am. the truth? That is the truth. Thank you. Thank you are you. so freaking cool. And I also. You are so cool. I cannot wait for the birds of prey. I know, I know. I'm serious. <laughs> it's going to be one great movie. Psychologically speaking, vengeance rarely brings the catharsis we hope for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we ready? You blow up. <laughs> oh my god! Well, she I, was a psychologist. <laughs> I, she was. She was. And and I I, I cannot. I, oh yes, bucket just said Twitch mom is the coolest. Thank you. You are so cool. I told you, honey. You you don't believe me, but I told. You. Yes, uh-huh. take two. We are we're we're feeling good about this one because right now I am looking at the bit rate. No I'm looking, the bit I'm rate. looking. Everything looks fine now. All right, so we are here to talk a little bit about the year ahead of us, the year that is 2020. Gangsta. We're it's in the 20s, a, baby. Yeah, we're in the 20s, baby. And time to get prohibition on. It's going to be the... No. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. No. Uh, it's a trap. you got to be careful about that. you got to be careful no, about that. No, it didn't work so well the first didn't time. didn't work so well the first Let's go just around. go for the speakeasies and, yeah. the, and the jazz. Um, so 2020. Let's, 2020. Let's go. I think what we should do is first we should talk a little bit about... Um, the writing events that we're doing, not necessarily as writers, but the ones where we're making appearances as writers. Okay. All right. So let's jump ahead to a RavenCon, and that's at ravencon.com. Um, we are, uh, and when I say we, I should I should probably give the backstory. I was the vice con chair of RavenCon. I was the guy that helped make it happen. Uh, it was me and a guy named uh, Mike Pedersen and a group of five. There were seven of us that put on this convention at the very beginning. And right now I've actually got in chat, I've got, um, I've got uh, Cheshire Cat, who actually is one of the, um, she's part of the con staff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and they have been doing RavenCon for 15 years. 15 years. years. This 15, is years. 15. 15 years. Um, yeah, uh, Nick met Chuck Wendig at RavenCon, so you know. Yeah, Chuck was there last year. Was he was it? there last uh, two years. Two, two years, years ago, ago. gosh, because we flies. didn't go last year, but we we went there two years ago. Um, <laughs> he was and he was he was the Wendigiest. He was he, he, was, was, he was he was awesome. He was great. Um, so the the reason why we're making it a plan to go to RavenCon is that uh, we are um, uh, we are celebrating 15 years of RavenCon, and we are celebrating it by yes. Tony Ruggiero, my old buddy Tony Ruggiero is coming back. A lot of guests that were there at the very beginning are all coming back, including the guest of honor, Terry Brooks. As in, and I, I'm the first question. If I get a chance to to interview him the way I interviewed him in in um, in RavenCon one, I'm going to ask him the question: How do you pronounce the name of your damn world? And I am going to put it that way because I was at a book signing. Where Terry Brooks had people, where at the beginning we were all saying Shannara, but at the end it was Shannara. But then the TV show comes out and everyone's saying Shannara. And I'm like, which one is it, Terry? Tell me! But um, that is beside the point. Terry Brooks is coming back. He's coming back to close events at RavenCon because we will no longer be 
at that uh, DoubleTree Hotel in... Um, it's back to Richmond next in, year, in, right? In Williamsburg. It's back to Richmond. The next event we will be at, my darling, is... Uh, that will be Escape Velocity. And that's Escape Velocity... Um, in uh, in the Washington D.C. area, uh, Pip, what do you what do you know about Escape Velocity? Well, I know it's 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 a science based mm-hmm. tends to be attract um, more of the cerebral guests. Yeah, but they do also have they have a history, and Nick can back this up, of uh, having guests that are from the Expanse. Yes, yeah, that's which that's we the thing. do happen to love. We do Expanse. love the Expanse. We do love the Expanse, uh, and that's going to be on Memorial Day weekend. She remembered this time, chat. <laughs> it is not a New Zealand holiday, so I do not no. remember it very no. well. That's all right. And uh, that is at the end of May. Yeah, and it's in National Harbour. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. We're, it's going to. It's, it's a beautiful be a good facility time. as well. Uh, yeah, the, uh, really the nice area facility. Is very, very nice. Um, it's going to. It's going to be a great event. We are planning to have a table there. With Nick, so um, right, Nick. right, Nick. We need to we need to talk about the logistics of said table and all that stuff. But yes, we are planning to have a, a table there. We will be selling books there. We will be signing books there, and hopefully, we will be rubbing shoulders with somebody from the Expanse. Now, the rumor has it, the rumor has it that it is the actor who plays Amos. If that is the case, if that is the case, I'm going to be fanboying. Very, very happy. I'm going to be fanboying so damn hard if that is the case. Because but if it's Sheree Agadoosh. If it's Sheree Agadoosh, I'm going to wear my future war cult, uh, my Sparkle war cult uh, unicorn. I'm going to get her to get a picture with it. And then I'm going to flip off both Nick and Brandon next time they're in here. Um Man, if it was Shrek, I'd do Shlou. Uh, we can dream. I'm going to have a drool bucket. We can bucket. dream. going to have to have a drool bucket. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else do we have uh, planned for uh, for 2020? Well, after, after, uh, after uh, Oh, actually, I can. I think I can answer that. Guess. Guess. Um, guess where uh, we're going. It's, it's Key City. It's Key City Steampunk Festival. No, That's an, no, that's no, no, no. There's something before then. Really? Which one is it? Gen Con. That's right, Gen Con. Gen Con in Indianapolis. I was so shocked that they invited us back. But we're <laughs> going. Actually, Gen Con is two weeks before uh, Key, City, Key City. So it's going to be a busy little summer yeah. couple of weeks there. Gen Con was amazing It's last an year. event. It is. It it's is. An, a, no, it's an experience. It's an experience. It's an experience. It's like Dragon Con. It's Dragon for, Con for, for, for tabletop. But... It also does have, and we've done a show on this, an excellent, an excellent yes, writing, writing track. track. Yeah, really solid uh, writing track. With its own green room. Yeah. Ah, uh, green yeah. room. Uh, we met some, uh, we, we met uh, Dinah Poe and uh, some other- And our lo- friend Brady. Yeah, Brady. From Brady my past. Alexander. Um, we met he was our pub- my publicist back in Agents and editors uh, were there. Yeah. It was a uh, Halo B. Hey, how are you? It's good to see you. Um, yeah, we, uh, we had a- Fantastic time at Gen Con. Indy is a great town. Great food town. Look forward to seeing more of it. And friend of the stream, I'm going to do a quick shout out to him. Dan Finity is. Uh, oh, you got to go um, drinking with Dan Finity. Yes, I am. Because maybe I, went, I will come with you that and would spoil be your a, fun. That would be a delight. He would love to have you on that. Uh, on, yeah. On that trip. All right. Um, we'll talk about that. That was a good time. That was a real good time. But so yeah. we're looking forward to that. Uh, and then two weeks after that, Key City Steampunk. Key City Steampunk, which was previously yes. in Fredericksburg, Maryland. Nope. Nope. Try again. Frederick. Frederick. Fredericksburg. That's is right. Virginia. Fredericksburg is in Virginia. Frederick. Frederick. Is Maryland. Maryland, yeah. but has now moved 
to a bigger facility in uh, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, yeah. which is a town I've never been to. I wouldn't mind checking out. Oh, it's going to um, be great. We have a table there, and they also have a writing track, and it does tend to attract some steampunk celebrities. Yeah, you're going to see some folks from the uh, from the reality show Steampunked. You're going to see uh, Thomas Williford, the guy who basically is synonymous with steampunk. The, yes. He is, he, is, he is our favorite mad scientist. And then there's also... Um, Liana, Renee Heber might be yep. there. And uh, also uh, Savin Gupta. Hopefully. Of, uh, of, of, he better, yeah. you know, get... There, there. He's trying to uh, work the con by presenting and bringing his uh, his theatrical yes. company with his, him. His so hopefully that Listen happens. To this. Listen, Nick just said, my original tattoo artist is in Gettysburg. Might be time, Morris. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Get him drunk. I first. don't know. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to get me. You're gonna have to get me passed out first. I think you're just gonna have to carry me in, and and I can hear. I can hear it now. I can hear. I can hear Nick oh, saying, "Give me a solid." Next day, I wake in up pain. and I'm like, I'm like, "Why is Nick's face tattooed on my arm?" Uh, we don't want to see there? that. Don't anyway. want to see that. Um. So then, after that, we have a new convention, who, I appreciate greatly. Reach, reached out to us in September yeah. last year. Yeah. And they said, would you like to come to our con? It's in Tampa, Florida. And I, and I thought they meant October 2019. And I was like, um, that's like next month. And they were like, oh, no, 2020. Right. So I'm like, right. wow, you guys are organized. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. That's a great it's sign. A good sign. Good sign. Uh, it's not a first uh, year convention. It's Necronomicon um, yep. in Tampa, Florida. So we'll be... Yep. Uh, We'll be looking forward to that. Also, in October, we hopefully will go back to the Maryland Ren Fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well we we'll have, have to have to new fit books. it around. We'll have to. F- yeah, we do. We will have new books. We will have new books, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so that's and, it. And there's there's one more date you got to put in there, mm. um, but it's it's going to be a solo thing for me. Not a rude solo. Not a, not a rude solo. Uh, but I will be returning in September. I I should be returning to TwitchCon. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to that. It was such a fantastic event. Um, I think what it was was last year I just kind of soaked it all in. Yeah. Just took it all in and went, wow, this is an amazing event. And um, instead of spending I – did, I did spend a portion of the first day just waiting to get into what was called the Loot Vault, which was their – which was basically their souvenir shop. I brought back some great Twitch stuff. You paid for that party that apparently you didn't – you don't have Because to pay I was for exhausted. That. Um, but you probably don't have to pay for that again. I probably will not. Um, just the the idea of going to, I saw I saw the video from the party and I just said, <sighs> twenty years ago maybe. Uh, now I need a nap. I need a I need a nap or I need a cigar. Especially um, when you've flown from here over to there, there's a yeah. little bit of jet lag involved. It's, yeah, but the the main thing shift. I want to do is I want to make sure that I land the uh, the hotel that I was at. Because it was only a block and a half away from a tasting room of Stone Brewery. And Stone Brewery is based out of San Diego. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Well, Nick could always come with you if he wanted to. There's that. Long story try- short. Long story short, though. Um, I want to go this year and actually like like uh, do a little more with the panels. I did not go to enough panels. I, I, I know that for a fact. Yeah, well, you, and, were, you were taking it all. And I was taking it all. Is there any in. chance of you getting on panels? That would be fabu. Uh, I am going I, now that I've gone to the panels and seen what they have to offer. Yeah, I think I know how to pitch for the panels. Do you think uh, Wiley might be able to try again to get a table? 
I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um. I'd, I'd I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them do that, but I don't think that's well, going to happen. They did try last year. It's just they May, didn't get well, back. The other reason too is I don't think it's a good fit. Yeah. Because after being there. Yeah. Um. If Wiley specialized in gamer drinks, yes. <laughs> T-shirts. Um. If Wiley specialized in if Wiley specialized in fundraisers through gaming, yes. I don't know how well a Wiley booth would work at the, TwitchCon. The people who go to TwitchCon mostly ha- are Twitch streamers, right? Yeah, I would be. Well, the first off, I think the biggest thing would be would the. I think the biggest thing would be okay. I'm a Twitch streamer, right? Um, I know. I already know how to do this. Wait a minute. They actually wrote a book. That that was the thing. I actually had to carry around at TwitchCon and copy the book to say no, really. I wrote this book, <laughs> and the book really does exist. And Twitch is already in just in the first year of the book being out. Because yeah, um, you know, uh, fun fact: it was this week I celebrated my one year anniversary Woo-hoo! with Twitch for Dummies. Twitch for Dummies came out a year ago. Oh my gosh! Um, two days ago. Two days ago was Twitch's happen? one year anniversary, and uh, Twitch Twitch for Dummies is still relevant. It still works, but a lot of the software has changed. Um, uh, well, that's always happens with yeah. any technological yeah. book. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, there's some things in the pipeline that I don't know if you could talk we're, about. No, we're, we're, we're we can talk, talk about, about later in, in the publishing about this schedule. So. Um, but anyway, but the, the thing is, I will be at TwitchCon again, and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. Uh, there's TwitchCon, and then there's uh, and then like you said, then there's um, the, the events in October, and then that should wrap it up. Correct. I think we're trying to, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's a fairly good schedule. I don't think that's too. Schedule. I mean, there's it's a couple a of there's a couple. I don't like usually like to have a convention that's back to back. No, but uh, Necronomicon uh, and uh, no, sorry, it's Gen Con and uh, Key City. That's pretty. That's cutting. It's going to be cutting it close, but yeah, we, we should be able to handle we'll, it. We'll be, the, um, and, and it's these not, old bones it, will manage to get through. That's got nothing to do with it. It's <laughs> it's more about it's more about travel. It's more about budget, and it's also more about um, about my time off from uh, from yeah. PTO from, is, yeah, is going to uh, be considered. Yeah, it's going to be tough because uh, later yep, on, this guy, sh- we are coming back to Gen Con, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, but here's the thing. But here's the thing about events that I think people should know, and this is something you can pass on for those of you watching stream both uh, both as as a uh, as on demand as well as in as well as in real time. If you want your event to have us appear. Uh, I'm just going to give you the, the rundown. It's basically got to be travel and room. Travel and room. Anything beyond that is gravy. But, I mean, that's what has to be taken care of for us to get there. Uh, just stepping back a little bit. Yeah, that's that's what it takes to get uh, this act um, <laughs> at your convention. And on top of all that, um, not only will we bring this act to the convention, if you want us to do a shared desk live, we'll do a shared oh, we lo- desk live. We love live. doing a share. Yeah, we, and it also has to fit into our current schedule, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. people in uh, Tampa were great because they got in they way got in, in advance. They got in early. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, can't, you can't beat that. Um, so that's what we're doing. That's the, uh, that's that's the convention schedule for from, this year. Yeah, from, a, from a, uh, an appearance <sighs> perspective. Shall we get on to the... But then we've got we've got some uh, some we've got at least one appearance well not one appearance but we have one writers retreat yes. and that's the other thing that's got to work around we do a yearly writers retreat as you know and this year we're doing it a little differently baby yeah we're moving from uh, the hills of the mountains of Tennessee to the beaches of North Carolina yep 
so that's going to yep. be interesting. It's the yep. same. It's the same cast of characters, um, and I think I'm definitely going to be taking some moonshine. Um, <laughs> but it's like 20- seriously, Lana, call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. <laughs> Anytime you're working it's, with that, yeah, it's uh, like twenty authors and a very mm-hmm. nice um, beachside house. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We look forward to it every year, and that has to that has to be accounted for and, and we have to use your PTO for that and yep. but we always get the words out it's a great event yeah, for getting the, words out and the the difference between the writers retreat versus the other stuff is that it's not like we plan meetups or, or, or book signings or anything no, around that it's all concentrated on it's writing just, it, we, we just basically set aside the time we say we're going to do writing we're going to get the words out we're going to we're going to do we might do we'll and, probably do a, a wrap up when we get back we'll yeah, see what we, we always we always do it we always do a wrap up <laughs> that is, yes yes Testify, Phoenix. Testify. Yes, yes. Um, so let's after let's talk about publication schedules. <laughs> you are Jonesing. I to do am that. Jonesing to do that because this is something I did uh, before the year started. I sat down and I was like, every month, what am I going to be writing? What am I going to be editing? Yep. And I'm going to am I going to be releasing something? So um, Chuck. I'm going to have to link to this in the show notes. Yeah. Chuck, Wen- Chuck Wendig. The amazing Chuck Wendig. Wrote a really uh, important blog post, and it That's really spoke to me. Terribleminds.com. I will post a link directly to the one yep. I'm talking about. Yep. Um, but basically, the gist of it was this. We don't know what the world's going to be. <laughs> we don't know what the publishing world's going to be. That's Hoy, for sure. That is, that is so So true. how about, instead of worrying about any of those things, we just become creatives, and we just write... Yep what we want to write and stop worrying about whether it's going to get published or whether the world's going to end in a fiery ball right. of crap um, and just write. And uh, after last year uh, where I had a lot of, and I think you experienced this as well, we put a lot of pressure on stories and I feel like for me at least it uh, squashed my creativity quite a bit. 2020, however, started off really well because, um, and I don't mind jumping ahead a little bit, uh, I got an email from the the folks at Wiley, and uh, and it was and they were basically saying we need to tell you something about about uh, the resurrection of this book, and and it's this book right here. It's 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 podcasting for dummies. Um, so real quick, let me give you the let me give you the backstory. First edition came out in two thousand six. Second edition came out in two thousand eight. The third edition, the edition that I'm holding in my hand right now came out nearly 10 years later and it was 27 2017 2017 they just said well we're not really interested in moving forward with the third edition and then i gave them a phone call uh, and 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 it was literally and pip can attest it was a roll of the dice i was like let me just see if this number is still any good and i went on ahead and i called up called up my editor at who was my editor a while and said we haven't talked in a long time and he was like, this is weird because we were just talking about this. <laughs> and he said, we suddenly noticed that there was this uptick in sales for podcasting for dummies. And we're like, when was the last time we updated that book? And then we opened it up and looked at it and we're like, oh. And so so we were like, maybe we should do this. Well, they just wrote me and I'm I'm assuming I can I can share this. But they basically said, the resurrection of podcasting for dummies has been one of the biggest in the history of Wiley. It's pretty in impressive. The history of Wiley. Keep in mind these these folks, the, the for dummies people have been around since the eighties. And the fact, the fact 
that they said that this is one of the biggest resurrections they've seen of a title in the history of the company. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I was. I said, Bucket. I was just like, wow, that's awesome. And on the on the heels of that, that was when they they approached me about my current work in progress, which is Discord for Dummies. Mm -hmm. As soon as we wrap here, I've got to I've got to get 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 to work on that. Um, but they said, hey T, uh, we were wondering, is there any way you could deliver Discord for Dummies early? And I said, how early? And they said about a month early. And I'm like, what's in it for me? <laughs> because I needed to make sure that if I lost a month, and because I've, I've talked about it before. Yeah. This is an intense schedule. Yeah. And to lose a month is pretty freaking intense. So I said, okay, well, you know, what's it going to be? And then sure enough, they came back with a number and I said, that's a pretty nice number. And um, so I'm getting compensated for losing that that month. But to me, it, it goes deeper because I'm sitting there going, they really trust me. And when you have a publisher as big as Wiley trusting you, to make sure that you're going to do these things on time. Um, that's enough to get you over the hump. Yeah, I had I had a couple of falls in 2019. My 2020 is starting off swinging <laughs> and I'm I'm not complaining in the least. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a good year for me as a writer. Plus, I've got some other stuff that I want to write and I'm looking and, I, and I'm and I'm taking Chuck Wendig's advice. I'm I'm not going to care about what I want to write for market. I'm just going to write what you if, want to enjoy. If you if somebody wants to publish it Fantastic. If they don't, oh well. I can always make an audiobook on my own. I can, can always do everything on I can do right I now. can do it on my own. But I I would prefer to find representation and find find a, a new a new title for uh, for twenty twenty. But I'm I'm going in very optimistic. Yeah. Now what about you? I wrote myself <laughs> a long list. I was gonna say that just sounded so I remember Jack. We were so full of life when we walked on the Titanic. I mean, wow. I made a list. Unlike, you know, I like to be, I like lists. You know me. I like lists and spreadsheets. I have a little list. I've got more than a little list. So do you want me to talk about what I'm Go doing? Go for it. Go for okay. It. So right now I'm working on the, the world, the wield, mm -hmm. which is uh, a magical forest in Jane Austen's time. And I'm enjoying writing. I've got about 15,000 words done on okay. it. Okay, good. Um, so I have that scheduled to write for the next couple of months. I might be still writing it when we get to uh, the beach. I might not. Um, <laughs> however, what I'm also working on is editing up The Fierce Dead, which is an urban fantasy uh, book, the first of a series that's set in Virginia. Uh, it's gone through a sensitivity read because one of the main characters is African-American, a young woman from uh, a rural background, which I've right. discussed before. Um, of course, later on, I have us scheduled to write The Secret of the Monkey God. Yep. There, it's all, there is some. It's not like starting from complete stra no, scratch. No, but, but we're, we're, it's... I moved, now we're working with trying to, to, to uh, well, we sort need out it to be our out, schedules. Yeah, we need it to be out for certain events. Um, Specifically, we need it out by October. It'd be great if we had it out by August, but October is the... Ha we have to have it in print. Because well, we made it, a we promise. Need it for, we also made it for for uh, Key City. Well, that's what I'm saying. August would be nice, mm -hmm. but October is 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 the must come out because that's when we're going to be at the Ren Fair, and as uh, as page after page. I have I have given us three months to write it. If we can't write fifty thousand words in three months, I shifted it down the schedule also, T, because of uh, you working on 
Discord for Dummies. So And podcasting for Dummies. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, that is not a total rewrite, though. That is uh, no, but it still work. It <laughs> still work. It still work. And you need to sign a contract and get paid for it. Right? And I will. <laughs> this is Wiley Publishing. Okay. So later on, uh, talking about me. Uh, <laughs> of so I'm writing that uh, book, which is called The Spectral Protectors, and I'm so I'm going to be doing that towards June, writing the second book, um, publishing that in August. Then I have towards the end of the year, so I've got the first six months pretty tightly worked out, and then the last six months is a bit more free and easy, a bit more loosey-goosey, as we say. Um, but f towards the end of the year, I would ideally like us to work on Falcon and the Raven, which is uh, Henrietta Falcon and uh, Sofia Domote's story. Right. So Nothing is set in stone on that. That's right. just the, you know. We're, we're, so so uh, collectively, collectively, let me see if I, let me see if I can... Uh, get this. Uh, Discord for Dummies. Mm -hmm. Fourth edition of Podcasting for Dummies. Mm -hmm. um, Fierce Dead. Fierce Dead. Secret of the Monkey God. Secret of the Monkey God. Falcon and the Raven question mark. And also Fierce Dominion, which is the second book of the uh, Spectral Protectors. Now Sometimes she's, later she's mentioned in the year. six books in 2020. What she hasn't mentioned is that I've got uh, two books that I would like oh, to, yes. uh, I would so like to work what, on. What is your, what is your heart calling to you to write there are two books there are two books that i that i want to uh i think you've got uh, a couple of them written up there on the very top of the whiteboard that say things to finish yeah um <laughs> one of them is okay there's one story up there from me that i'd completely forgotten about yeah yeah <laughs> uh so there was there was a no, no those are those are ideas and of those of those four ideas one of them is actually underway uh it's called villainy the the the, the current working title is villainy llc mm-hmm and what it is, um, it's it's basically how do I describe this? So <laughs> you're usually the one with the elevator pitches. Yeah, um, villainy LLC. I would describe it as a a legal drama version of the boys, provided uh, provided the superheroes weren't egotists, but they were just incompetent. So in this in this world that I've that I've put together, um, you know. Every city has a superhero, but based on the popularity of the city, the the volume of the city, the the size of the city, things like that, um, it's uh, it, it's basically well, you know, New York, L.A., Chicago, they get the A-listers, they get the A-list um, superheroes. However, where do the B-list and the C-list and yes, the D-list superheroes go? Well, they go to the smaller cities and communities, and there's a reason why they're B, C, and D list. Um, and what happens is that there's this there's this town. It's actually Richmond. I've set it in Richmond, and in Richmond, <clears throat> the uh, the superhero the superhero that is there is a, is astoundingly incompetent. So what happens is um, uh, this guy comes into town, and he is a consultant, and he is a legal consultant. <laughs> um this that's what you that's that's when you have community superheroes that's a different level of superhero altogether um trust me i've worked that out too <clears throat> so anyway richmond has a really incompetent superhero and this consultant shows up and basically teaches a community in richmond to be a collective supervillain and um and that's 
that's kind of the, the and what happens is that he enables them to basically take up arms against uh, against this incompetent superhero and then when they you know spoiler alert when they defeat said superhero there are repercussions from the superhero community and so i'm and so i'm playing around with this idea and i and i tried I, I said let me just write the first chapter see how it went hmm. and it wrote itself that's and always like, a good okay, sign that's a good sign that's always a so good that's sign. one that's one that's one passion project i've got i've got on the books for 2020 but these are these are the ideas that we have now we, I just want you to. We I want will you, check back in at the end of the year and, and see say, what we've done. Let's see what we've done. That's yeah. why. That's why I've kept the last six months a bit more loosey goosey because you know things happen. Right. Um, right. But I, I just want you to have the joy of pure creativity that I have found just writing the world but since it, or the wheels. And They're I, both the same. Thing. And I do appreciate that. And I do appreciate that. But I also want to have an end game in sight. And here's here's why I say that the perfect example is dope. I'm still very happy that I finished dope. Yeah. Um, I actually can say, okay, I I haven't lost my touch. I can write I can write a novel on my own, and I can write a novel that's pretty decent. And you know, everybody loves the idea of dope, and everybody and well, <laughs> I shouldn't say everybody loves the idea. The agents I pitched to didn't like the idea, so I have to either go back and look at it, retool it, and go, okay, it's is it's, it a mystery? Is it a thriller? Or is it a mystery? Um, and then after I figure that out, then I will go on ahead. And Sometimes see if I can try it's it really again. good to put it away for a while. Yeah, I've picked up. Um, I'm, I'm editing Fierce Dead right now, which is a book I think I wrote about eighteen months ago. Yeah, and it gives you such perspective on what the story is, and just I, I've caught so many things, right. even from something I just wrote eighteen months ago. And, and I mean, listen, and, and again, just being being honest. Not that I'm dwelling on it, but basically 2019 was a really bumpy, re- bumpy. It turned out to be a little bumpier than I expected. It yeah. To be. And I think that was the other thing that kind of threw, threw off, threw off my creativity on top of, on top of all that, we're doing good. We're doing good. I think 2020 is going to be, I, I feel very it good. It started about the year. off nicely. confident about the year. I've got the confidence of, of, of Wiley publishing behind me. I just got to make sure I don't let them down and I'm not, I, I feel confident about that. You won't. Um, what, what about you? What, what are your, do you have any other thing you want to add? Cause we do have one more thing we want to talk about, but yeah. anything else you wanted to add about what we have planned for 2020? Um, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm yeah, uh, last I year, last I year felt too. like I was kind of grinding my gears a little bit and yeah. not in a good way, <laughs> um, on writing and this year just getting back into the flow and just yeah. enjoying writing it is really good. I mean, I've written more in the last two weeks than I probably wrote in the last two months yeah. of 2019. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm also getting back into reading a bit. I'm making sure I try and get like 15 minutes of reading. Um, and right now, of course, I'm reading Jane Austen. So it also goes as, as research. But man, that girl did not use a lot of dialogue. I'm just going to say... <laughs> Um, my book is not going to be written in a faux Jane Austen style because um, I find that pretentious. Well, well, we have that going for us. Writers off the clock. So what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you want to do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no f- idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want to do. 
I want to watch Henry Cavill take a bath. Do you now? I do. <laughs> do you have a show that would let me Toss indulge that? <gasps> you do? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my this gosh, this earworm. This earworm. It's a good earworm, though. It's a, I am surprised. It's got a very nice voice, actually. I don't. I wish I knew why they, why Netflix hasn't released this soundtrack. I would buy the hell out of this. Yeah, soundtrack. they're missing a beat. Yeah, yeah. But it so, is actually more than just Henry Cavill in a bathtub, although that is a big selling point. <laughs> what we are talking about, of course, with what we are talking about, of course, is um, is uh, is The Witcher, uh, not just the. Um, <laughs> Oh my God, Nick Nick Kelly with the win, everybody. Toss a coin to your Witcher is the missing song from Journey's greatest hits. Ah. You can hear Steve Perry belting this sucker up. Toss a coin to your Witcher. There is there has been a metal there, cover. There's a heavy, yeah, but Journey isn't quite heavy metal. Maybe their early stuff. Now I want to hear Metallica do a cover of this. <laughs> I want to hear Hetfield toss a coin to oh, you'll your be tossing, Witcher. You will be definitely tossing a coin <laughs> yeah, to Witcher if Hetfield's telling you. You'll, you'll be, you'll be tossing them and running bills. away. <laughs> tossing them and running away. But so yeah, I mean, Netflix, The Witcher, based on books from Poland, um, rather than basically the game. their basically it's their it's their Game their, of Thrones. It's their Game of Thrones, except it's, it's finished. It's it's. Yeah. Well, it has an ending and a completion, <laughs> but it's still ongoing. Yeah. Um, I have an audio of you singing White Lion, Morris. Watch your step. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Griffin Girl, Henry Cavill's muscles were down the inside of his leather armor. Just going to leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> they ripped apart. He ripped apart his armor, actually. I wouldn't. I, that was one thing missing from MarsCon, a Witcher. Uh, Nobody was there are going to be witches everywhere oh, this wait year. For, wait for Dragon Con. And I, I predict a lot of Jaskiers as well yeah. with lutes just but, singing but this you, song. I feel bad. I feel bad for anybody who cosplays as Geralt. And here's why. Yeah, you need to be built, man. Good golly. Henry Cavill got big. I didn't think he could get bigger. But then he, he looked, layered on some extra muscle. He looked great. As as Kal-El. he looked great as Cal, but holy Hannah, he got. There's a scene where he's like this, in leaning the, um, back, yeah. hands behind his head, and I'm like, that bicep is bigger than my head. <laughs> Good gravy! <laughs> and of course, you know, I'm thinking, hey, you know, I'm working out, I'm getting stronger. Ah. Then I watch The Witcher, and I'm just like, yeah. Great. Well, apparently, he went to the same trainer that The Rock goes to. There's. There's that will the, do it. Yep. And he committed. So, yeah, well, and apparently no, he was. You know what that means? That means that pretty much every night during The Witcher, Henry Cavill had this to say. At least I have chicken. <laughs> I bet he it. ate a lot about of chicken. It. Apparently he was also, the swords that they were using were not those sort of light stunt swords. No. So he tell. he put on a lot of muscle on his shoulders and back from just. One of the Walking other things. Amazing. One of the other things that we got to put in the show notes is. We but this is put, not really writer related. I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, but we can yeah. talk. I mean, I'm Nerd happy to talk about uh, Henry says, Cavill's muscles for well, a long. Nerd long girl time. says Henry's muscles have muscles. Um, yes, they did. Yeah. Re, and yes, Nick is right about this. In 2020, Witchers and Mandalorians. They're going to be oh, huge. Oh my god. They're going to be huge. There'll be a mashup of that, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, many baby Yodas. Fun fact. Uh, Hugh Jackman went to The Rock's trainer to get in Wolverine shape oh, yeah. for The Wolverine, where he went up against the Silver Samurai. Yeah, deep pull, huh? Um, but and he the, got big. Yeah. Um, Not Henry Cavill big, though. I feel still feel like Henry Cavill's no, bigger. 
Henry Cavill was meteor. Yeah. Um, I would say I would say um, Jackman was jacked. He was lean. he was he was cut. He was, he was cut. He was he was chiseled. And um, and if I remember correctly, the words that The Rock had to say to Hugh Jackman when he said that was, "Are you sure yeah, you, you want to do you this? You got to commit <laughs> and be prepared to eat a lot of chicken." But uh, I think Henry Cavill's bod is more like um, you would imagine, like a, a traveling sword yeah. would have. He's 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 barrel-chested and, mm. you know, big-muscled. Yeah. Um, when you're carrying two swords around, it's it's difficult. But um, Everybody had an idea of what Henry Cavill would look like. I thought you'd have fangs or horns or something. I had them filed down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one of my, that's one of my favorite lines in the show. Now, to be fair, <laughs> when they did their first teaser of Henry Cavill wearing the white wig, Geralt's white wig... It was not good. It looked like it was from Party City. Um, I, I don't think that's fair. I thought he looked great. No, no, it did not look good. But apparently they went and they worked on the wig for a long time. They spent a lot of money, a lot of time on getting the rig white, wig right, especially after so many people complained about the teaser. Honestly, I was okay with the wig as opposed to the porn stash that Tom Cruise had had Cavill oh, wear well, during just, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, crime against humanity. But um, but, but the anyway, writing of The Witcher. <laughs> the writing of The Witcher is absolutely airtight. And um, is it? Yeah, you know why? Because you have to pay attention when you watch The Witcher. That is true. That now there have been some complaints because the timelines are running askew, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. And it takes you maybe three or four episodes to work to start to wonder, yeah. and then by the fourth episode, you should have been taking enough notice to go, oh, okay, so that happened first. And and the fourth episode is probably the diciest of the episodes. That was the one where when you're talking about the writing being solid, I'm like. It was it was a it was a little it was a little herky jerky, but the thing uh, yeah, is, yeah, it was a little. It ended on such a high note. It ended well, yeah, and it was so solid. I thought, you know what, I'm going to forgive them for episode four. Yeah. Um, you know, episode four could have been a little could, needed maybe need a little nip tuck, but I really enjoyed it. Now the other reason we're bringing this up is that we got so into it that on Philippa's Freaky Friday, which you have seen in the highlight reels. And you've uh, you, you've seen you've seen on uh, on this stream, uh, Philippa's Freaky Friday. We decided that Pip's new game was going to be The Witcher Wild Hunt. Now, I think Pip got a little cocky because she got very confident by the end of God of War. Yes. But man, those first two those first two goes with uh, with The Witcher. Little, uh, little rough. Little rough. Little rough around the edges. Um, but here's he, to, you know just like Henry, just like Henry. Pip committed. Pip committed. Yesterday, off stream... I did a little poking around, shall yeah, we say. Yeah, she did a little witchering. She did a little witchering. I was, just, I was proud know, of her. But yeah, I'm enjoying The Witcher, and it's a bit more like a role-playing game than um, God of War was. Yeah. God of War yeah. is sort of like a cut-down... It's still enjoyable. A cut, more cut-down version of an actual role-playing game, whereas... Um, Thanks, everybody. I Witcher, appreciate Witcher that. Witcher 3 is more like quite similar to a role-playing game. Witcher 3 is game. very much an RPG. You know, you got to repair it's, your armor, yeah. and you got to yeah. make potions, and you got to go into peasants' houses and take things while they're not <laughs> she looking. She just learned that last night. <laughs> as long as they're not looking, it doesn't count. Um, which but is a bad life choice. But and, uh, and obviously you're enjoying it. I am enjoying because, it because because we we just we just realized oh mm -hmm. wait a minute instead of 
instead of pushing on through like we did with God of War. Yeah. Because in God of War, you're you're and don't get me wrong, God of War. This, this is oh, not a slam I love on God, God of War. Of War. Oh, unlike God of War, where it's basically you know you you trigger the cutscene, you're leveling up, leveling up, leveling up, yes. leveling up. Um, there's a lot of world. There, there's a lot of world, and there are different. It, it's. I personally think it's closer to. It's a. It, if I, if someone were to say, well, describe Witcher, I would say it's a combination of God of War and Detroit Become Human, which you never played, but you watched me play. I think it's more like Skyrim, actually. And uh, well, I've yeah, seen. yeah, it's well, yeah. But I'm saying that it's in that in that your your Witcher says you've got all these different responses. Some of these responses trigger different. That is cut true. Scenes. Yes, there there is. It's yeah. But it, it, it's um, I can see why so many people enjoyed playing it, and I can see why uh, Netflix picked it up as a as a TV series. Yeah, and, and uh, the, the it's a, the the fight scenes uh, in the show. Okay, are great. Now, now, stay in your lane. You're in my wheelhouse. Now. Okay. Um, I will tell you about these fight scenes. They are <laughs> Henry Cavill in the bath. That was my lane. That was that was your that lane. Was my lane. That was your lane. I stayed out of that lane. <laughs> I was intent. You enjoyed the what? Well, it's a great shot from the from your hey, lane into my lane. Look, there was something very very sensual about Yennefer and 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 uh, and Geralt having a bath, having a bath together, back to were, back. They were back to back. I was like, okay, I dig that. I don't know why, <laughs> but I find that hella sexy. On top of that, on top of that, I did like the fact that he was trying to get a peek at uh, Yennefer, and she did the. And the and the, and the the mirror turned, and he goes, yeah, "That's cheating," you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there was some great stuff in um in 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 the show, and <laughs> Nerd Girl just went, "Pip's lane's the best lane." But let's talk <laughs> about to that. All right, first off, um, but I, I like the sword fighting lane too. In fact, in the um in the show notes, we're gonna put <laughs> we're gonna put a uh, uh, a Twitter link of somebody who took the fight scene. Uh, the opening fight scene with, uh, with, with where he where he goes up against um, Renfrey, Renfrey, <laughs> and somebody said it to Britney Spears is toxic. Yeah, <laughs> and it works. It works, Chat. It works perfectly. That's the scary bit. But the fight sequences. I mean, no matter what we saw in Game of Thrones, this just went over the top, and it was just brilliant. I think the last time I remember sword fighting that tight, that that good. Has got to be the Highlander films. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I, and I really like the and you know as cheesy and as chintzy as some of the Highlanders got after the first one because there can only be one. Um, the fight sequences just really were were, were tight in all in, in all mm. the series because they knew they had to be good. But the um, oh my god the uh, so the, can I put you on the spot and say which was your favorite fight scene oh, in the series? Um. The overall, just for the for the um, ferocity and the um, and the visceralness of it, was the scene where he went up against um, he went up against the 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 king's daughter, the Striger, the Striger, yeah, the Striger. That was yeah. Whew. It was cool though. You also get to see him do the signs, which are like yes. basically a force push. Yeah, yeah, and various I mean, things. And it, and it, and again, they were, they were it was it was really good, but the. The, you know, people talk about how how toss a coin to your Witcher is sort of become their their earworm. For us, it's basically when we get frustrated, Pip and I just look at each other and go, 
<laughs> and, and apparently someone has made a four-hour video of just a montage of him just I think it's four going, hours. <laughs> you know? I think it's more like four minutes of him grunting. Yeah, but they've stretched it out to four hours. <laughs> hey, look, there is a six-hour video of apparently... Um, well, there's one of... Of, 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 uh, of which one? It was from Game of Thrones. It was when the... It was the oh, of the punching bastards. the... Uh... Where, 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 where he's just punching the dude for four hours straight. Oh, like, that's better. That's like the... Uh... Like the one of uh, Darth Vader burning yeah, as your Darth Christmas Vader log. Yeah, the Darth Vader log. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, um, so uh, the Witcher series, fantastic, um, fantastic on Netflix. Make sure you make sure you watch it. Um, the timelines eventually come together and, and if you all want, as well. And if you want to see the video game in action, uh, Philippa's Freaky Friday. Tune on on Fridays. Yep, 7 o'clock. Uh, we usually go live at 7 uh, if it isn't seven o'clock, we go live at eight o'clock. Best way to best way to keep track is to just uh, watch the social links, and we'll tell you when we're going live. And uh, of course, there's always following. Click that purple heart. Make sure the notifications are enabled, and you'll know when Pip is going live with The Witcher. It's it's good fun. <laughs> it's it's good fun. Technical issues aside, we got this thing working, and we're, oh, we got plans. Oh, we got plans. We got serious. But we're also going to just enjoy being creative again. Yeah. I and, think that's important. But the other thing too, uh, chat is uh, if your event decides that they want to have a, a couple of authors come on in, by all means, reach out to us. You can reach out to us on WhatsApp or voicemail at seven zero three seven nine one one seven zero one. You can also drop me an email at pip. You should really, if you really actually, actually drop me an email. Drop her an email at pip at pjballantine.com. <laughs> or you can drop me an email, and I'll just forward it over to her at t at tmorris.com. <laughs> I'd um, go with me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, make sure make sure the event uh, contacts <laughs> Pip first. Um, but, uh, you know, just remember, it's it, it's the travel. It's the travel, and it's the room. And we're good. And travel and room, and we're good. We will be at your event if time We will be if time on. Allows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's where you can find us, and you can find us here. You can find us at uh, at this uh, at this Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv forward slash the T Monster. You can also find us um, this podcast edited and polished. You can find that at at iTunes. You can you can find that at Stitcher, at Google Play, and now Spotify. Spotify. And let me tell you something. It's kind of cool hearing yourself on Spotify. <laughs> I don't mind saying that. It's kind of cool hearing yourself on Spotify. But um, honestly, I think that's about it. We're gonna uh, do a quick little, um, a quick little after show because uh, I want to get some some more words down. But uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everybody here for watching. It's been a blast. Uh, thank you for your patience through the um, uh, through the through the uh, the hiccups, technical. technical difficulties. We got everything working. And we'll be working again bright and, uh, bright and early tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. for me and Destiny, and then 8 p.m. for the special Twitch Dad uh, stream. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Until next time, enjoy the ride. Catch you later.